Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That music always feels like we're about to do something super epic. Guys, welcome to another episode of You Schools Taught Me Everything I Know. Yeah, it is. I like I get so in the zone (laughs) when I hear it. It's like, ah, let's do this. Jazz hands, everyone. Um, It's me, KB. You probably already know that if you know my voice. And I am joined at the table today. Zancy Weber. And our super special guest. Uh, super special chance star. Yeah. Super's my watchword for the week, guys. I'm going to use it everywhere. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, I'm glad that we've primed you every episode before <laughs> this uh, to, to use the word super. I use Is it, it a specifically lot. because of the super music that just played, or I'm just in a super mood? Oh, well, that, that's just yeah. super, you know. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're in another episode. We're talking about another musical surprise. But before we do that, we have to do the getting to know you quiz. Are you ready? I'm 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 super ready. Super, yeah, guys, it's gonna be fun. All right, so, <clears throat> which musical character would other people compare you to? That's a tough one, uh, just because I I'm, I like think of all the scrawny nerdy characters in musicals <laughs> yeah. who are like really not powerful, uh, but all of them end up having journeys that make them stronger and better. So it'd, it'd be like the first half of, say, a Leo Bloom or a Seymour Krellborn <laughs> or, you know, a Brad. You know, the, 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 okay. the first half of that. I don't get to the point where, you know, yeah. I become a stronger character. Maybe one day. I'm just, like, halfway through my character well, journey. Brad just, doesn't yeah. have much of a journey. Yeah. Uh, he, he comes very sexy, though. I don't think I've made it I to- mean, Yeah, I mean, he wears high heels and stockings and a corset, but then he's left lying- Lying on the ground, writhing as they sing. That's true. And then shock treatment. That's yeah. a whole nother story. Whole nother story. Have you well, guys covered shock treatment yet? Not yet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to wait for that one. Sorry, we're not talking about it today. How unfortunate. <laughs> we can if you want. I've, I've got notes on shock treatment for days. Do you guys have days? I... I have days. Do you have days, eh? I have days. Let's do it. No! We have come prepared for something completely different. Okay, so... How would you like um, – what musical character would you like other people to compare you to if you think that currently it's the pre-epic 
part of the journey of other characters. Well, I'd say the post-epic part of all those characters, the but <laughs> prob- probably, uh, you know, Frankenfurter. I want I want oh, yeah. people to see me as a Frankenfurter, but I'm a Brad, you know like what I mean? Like a real <laughs> manipulative person. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just people like would not mess only, with me. only in it for themselves. Yes. Will- willing to literally kill people to and get his doesn't own he way. feed uh, te- Eddie? Yep. Yeah, he sure brilliant. does. Great stuff. Well, I mean, (laughs) there is a kind of cannibal vibe going on. There is. I mean, we haven't even introduced the show yet, but that's just a little like sneaky peek into what we might be talking about. If you didn't look at the title, who knows? I know. I feel like people just don't look at the title. They go, another episode ready. Play. (laughs) And then now they've all looked down. You're welcome. What is your dream role? Uh, My dream role, probably once again. Oh, actually, no, because I know I, uh, and I didn't get to when Zane was producing. Uh, the producers. Yeah. No, you're directing the producers. I was directing the producers. Directing the producers. Uh, Shane was the one who tried to convince me that I should audition for Leo Bloom because yeah. I would love to do Shane Leo Bloom. Anderson. From the Mighty the, Motion Picture Rangers, which, which is a podcast on the network, which Chanstar is also a part of. Yeah. The whole line of I mean, I probably there. should have said that before we get to know probably. you. Probably. But I'm, we're getting to know you. You're getting to know me, yeah. <laughs> you know the first name. You can Google me and find out the rest. You wouldn't find this from a Google search. You would not. Um, but yeah, okay, Leo so Bloom is one that I've always wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, regrettably, I don't have a good singing voice. I can singing character yeah so half of leo bloom stuff i'm um, i'm a writer because i i sing to the producer's soundtrack all the fucking time <laughs> but the uh you know when he actually you know has range in his voice not so much you know that's oh. where i fall apart yeah, where where are your tap skills at yeah look not at all <laughs> fake uh, it till you make it my friend oh man ba- back in primary school when i actually w- had time to be in musicals uh the only reason i ever got cast is because i could sing in character yeah see that's the thing good I singing think, voice i think was- give you 20 years and you would be a shoe-in for max yeah Ooh. yeah i think you definitely have like a max energy yeah i'm i'm, I'm keen give me 20 years baby <laughs> <laughs> you have now. 20 years to work on the singing world. all right i'll so do i need tap as well and hopefully in um, the post-apocalyptic reality we'll be living in <laughs> yeah uh someone will be putting on the producers that's, Obviously. that's the dream <laughs> i mean what else would they be producing um all right well shows that don't have any tap in them generally is sometimes. So do you have a favourite sometimes? I like that that's the uh, that's a segue we're going with. <laughs> I believe like most Sondheim things, I'm like listening to a music, I'm like, there's no tap in them. It's Sondheim, <laughs> of course. Um, Everyone else put taps in <laughs> Puts tap in was that, there. Was that a bit of like, Words are unnecessary. Yeah. Was that a bit of tap there you did with your mouth? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is the new that is the new musical theatre technique. Beatboxing? Yeah, beatboxing. Um, I feel beatboxing like beatboxing tap. is just tap with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here today, folks. Uh, yeah, my, my favourite Sondheim tune uh, is probably somewhere between Into the Woods and Sweeney Todd. Uh, more likely Sweeney Todd because yeah. I like the more darker things. I find them more fun. Yeah. But then, you know, the second half of Into the Woods is nothing but darkness and mm. terror. So, yeah. I mean, we, we can try and combine the two. Ooh. Yeah, and the baker could have other motives who knows who knows that's another cannibal route we've gone down well also the baker is is sweeney well sweeney wasn't the baker and sweeney no he was but we don't have to be like (laughs) yeah i mean i think if we have a baker and a bakery 
We need to make that distinction somehow. Right. So maybe the baker's wife was Mrs. Love and she didn't actually die. She just faked yeah. her own death. And that's yeah. why she comes back and sings And they at the need end. the magic. Okay, this is writing <laughs> itself. We need to talk to uh, Stephen. Yeah. yeah get, Steve, get give board. us a call on that <laughs> magical phone number we apparently have. Okay. Yes. You sing the producers a lot. Yes, I do. But what is your go-to shower song? Can't talk about oh. it. See, does it have to be from a musical no. for that one? Oh, good, because I sing so much bad music in the, in the shower. I, I listen to a lot of Megan Trainer because I know Great. I have no taste. Uh, I love Megan Trainer. Megan, Megan. Trainer. Yeah, Megan Trainer. Sorry, Megan. Uh, oh, what Megan Trainer song has really been going through me at the moment? Uh, no exclamation oh, point. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving. I'm loving that one at the moment. Uh, uh, no, I'm just going to stick with no Megan Trainer. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot. I, I sing a lot in the shower, and it's a lot of different because I've got I've got a very range of music. I like you know Swedish heavy metal, but usually it's Swedish heavy metal that are covers of ABBA songs. So you know, it's a whole <laughs> thing. Hard to sing in the shower though. <laughs> Swedish heavy metal, right? Nah, nah. I feel nah, like we I, just did challenge accepted. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I I not only do not know Megan Trainer, I also do not know much Swedish heavy metal. So I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. I was just. No, putting a conversational gambit well, to the table. Put it down, Zay. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing. Can you, you name, know what you're going to you be? Can you name one Swedish no. heavy metal song? Um, Waterloo. I think. <laughs> uh, the Ranksy does do a cover of Waterloo. So what? What? <laughs> um, moving on. Yes. <laughs> If you have to delete one musical from existence and it cannot be Cats because we burnt it to the ground and then buried it a lot of times. Oh, um, poor Cats. Which one would it be? So I'm glad to say I haven't seen Cats. It may be <sighs> the fact that it's already been burnt and buried in the ground yeah. so many times. Um, I feel like mine is not a controversial choice at all. Uh, I don't even know if it's been on, uh, like I'm sure it has been on stage. I only know the movie of it though. It was one of the first musicals I saw growing up. Yeah. Uh, I love the music because I love Electric Light Orchestra. And you know what? I like Olivia Newton-John, but I hate Xanadu. <laughs> Xanadu is a bad movie. Great song. Mm. Great music. Yeah. Bad movie. Also show. It's a pretty, oh, it is a, it's a pretty poor show. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. It's not a fun one to watch. How do they do the uh, skateboarding through a paint? Uh, no, no, sorry, rollerblading through a painting through the opening. Just, just roll through the painting. Uh, oh, yeah. beautiful! I mean, <laughs> each each production brings its own version of, of course of that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I feel nothing. It's feel usually nothing usually I feel like yes or like pained. That one, I'm like. Yeah, hasn't it? Or like, <laughs> didn't we delete that one? Uh, I'm, I, it has come up before. Oh, there it you go. Definitely has. Also, the the undersung masterpiece Zana don't has come up in the delete <laughs> section before, and that is not on. <laughs> I've only heard of Zana don't. I've never I've never listened to music or I'm anything like I that. I'm surprised I haven't forced it upon you. Yet. I'm surprised you haven't forced it upon me. Go Please listen to do. Zana don't. Thank you. I will. You're welcome. Well, that's a nice little wrap up to our getting to know you quiz. Let us play a little bit more epic, super wonderful music. And we'll come back and talk about Silence the Musical. Alrighty, guys. Silence. The musical. I like that before we went to break, you whispered silence. It specifically has an exclamation point. So it has to be silence, the exactly. musical. Or it's a really urgent whisper, like silence. Ooh. Interesting. 
so many ways you could take so this title. So it is. Okay. Grammar is amazing. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, there is we more. really need some sort of grammar to indicate uh, volume yes. instead of just intention. Yeah. That's very true. How do we do oh, isn't that? Do that? Isn't that all caps? I guess. I mean, it is also in all caps, is it not? It is. Yeah, it but is. It's, <laughs> but it's a title, so That's sometimes true. they are just in all caps. That's mm. true too. Mm. Oh, man, we'll never know, guys. Oh, we'll so never ambiguous. know. There is so Let's many Let's talk about grammar things. some more. <laughs> yeah. This is the gra- grammar taught me everything I know, well, right? Well, yeah. mu- this particular musical is now teaching me that <laughs> <laughs> grammar is more important than I ever thought before. Um Look, there are some fun facts about this show. If you don't know what Silence or Silence or Silence the musical is about, um, it is Silence of the Lambs as a musical. It sure is. And if you haven't seen the movie, then that's on you. And I've seen it and you guys know how I feel about scary thriller movies. Well, it is an Academy Award winning movie. It is. It's the last movie to have won the big five, right? Uh, Yes. Best actor, actress, director, something else and... Adapted screenplay, screenplay? Yeah. so far, yeah. so far. Ooh, who's gonna who's gonna get it next? Zane's, um, Zane's in the works, guys. He's got a screenplay. Sure, coming. he's gonna, <laughs> get I'm gonna do it. Uh, yep, that's it. Yep. <laughs> there are some there are some cool things. This this show, obviously about several serial killers, um, <laughs> has. It started out as, as an internet musical, kind of like Dr. Horrible. That's right, yeah. yeah. And Although Dr. Horrible was always a visual thing. Yeah. Th- this was before YouTube. This was before any of the, uh, the, the Facebook or, or the social media yeah. websites or that. And somehow it was one of those ones that ended up becoming viral, like yeah. homestarrunner.com, before the era of, you know, easily accessible video on the internet. Um, That's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, back in 2002, it was first written uh, by John and Al Kaplan, who uh, oh, they, they've, they worked on a lot of, uh, you know, movie composing. Yep. Uh, they worked with a movie composing magazine after graduating from uni where they started writing screenplays, and that's kind of where this all started. They famously, or infamously rather, <laughs> yeah. uh, wrote a project called P-Nye 5 in 1999. It was later titled Bigger. Uh, it was never produced, but it is a story of a high school student with a small penis who takes black pills to make his penis gigantic, but he overdoses and his penis begins growing, uh, keeps growing and starts to murder people. So just so you know, the sort of... <sighs> so, I mean, this is a very serious stuff. musical yeah. then. <laughs> Can we... Uh, I think we'll just take a moment now before, before we get into any actual uh, non-clinical words there's an explicit tag on this podcast oh, episode. There, have you had anything this explicit before i don't i don't think to this no. level i don't um, know too many no. musicals that use this sort of language like not at all <laughs> uh well, well we have had some like evil dead has, has yeah. a yeah, fair well, bit of cursing in it i yeah. feel i feel like that's very you know that, fun Fun cursing. <laughs> well, it's kind of it is this kind of horror parody musical mm. that you probably needs to utilize the language the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it uses accurate uh, accurate language from both the books and, and the. Oh uh, yes, they're movie. all quotes. So they're all quotes. That's how they get away. With it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so it started. It's had a, a, a few runs in Fringe festivals. Yep, started um, in uh, the New York Fringe in two thousand and five, and that was when. Uh, 
who's the other guy who wrote it? Sorry. Hunter like, Bell. I know I know John and Al Kaplan from yeah. their YouTube and their their movies. Yeah. Uh, they most recently did um the new Critters movie. There's a fifth yeah. Critters movie. Oh good. They did the music so for bad. Critters Five. They did um Oh, let me look it up because I've got it on DVD. It's something really <laughs> terrible like uh, Sharktopus versus Megacroc or something. This sounds fun. Oh, oh, they are. They are great. I accidentally bought – because when I was buying all their other music, I accidentally bought all the soundtracks for The Hills Have Thighs, which was their first <laughs> big, jo- uh, big job uh, back in 2010. Dino Croc versus Super Gator. Great. Uh, Super's in it, so it ma- it's, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's on brand. Them. It's on brand. It's on brand. And most uh, and Zombievers, which is one they co-wrote, and then most recently Critters 5. But Hunter Bell, they met. They would have met it. Was it the 2005 New York um, yeah, International so. blah, blah? That, yeah. Well, Hunter Bell, obviously, you would have heard, if you've listened to our title of show episode, we talk a lot about this him there. This is one there. of our very first Yeah, episodes. very Ooh. early on. Um, You've gone full circle. Just yeah. finish the series now, This guys. is the end, guys. This is it. This <laughs> is not the end. <laughs> there this are still so many end. things that musicals can teach you. And there are so many more musicals we haven't even touched on yet. It's, it's infinite. Um, but Hunter Bell wrote the book for Silence. He also mm. obviously co-wrote Title of Show. So it's nice to, to see him Yeah, yeah. J- John and Al Kaplan first wrote the screenplay back in early 2004, I believe it was. And at that point, because when I first listened to it, it was just the nine songs that was available on their website mm. uh, for purchase. Because uh, Specifically because they didn't want to burn DVDs. That would cost too much. <laughs> so they just released it Money. online. That's so annoying. Sold it that way. Uh, so they had the nine songs. And then because it got so much traction, they wrote a screenplay. They wrote, what is it, four or five more songs? So it's like a full uh, thing. And they wrote a screenplay for it. And then Hunter Bell ended up turning that into the musical, and then to, it debuted 2005 New York Fringe Festival, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Yay. And so there was six six extra songs six that they wrote songs. for the screenplay that was then adapted into the musical. Yeah. Right. Really exciting. Yeah. It is. It is really exciting. I mean, it's a nice little journey. It's mm. interesting how to see. And then it moved to London yep. after the Fringe. So uh, it, It's also uh, become off-Broadway in yeah. 2011. Probably. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 2011 <laughs> uh, and, two, no, two, and 2012. Oh, and 2012. That's yeah. why I was confused. See? <laughs> it never really had more than a two-week season in any of these. No, no. It was, it. it was. A very short, obviously a parody <laughs> yeah. musical, yeah. Um, which is nice. And then came So, back. yeah, in, in 2011 it went from June to September. Yeah. So a, a, so a, a couple longer. of months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but other than that, like, that's kind of its longest run in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can, can I ask Zane, where did you first find the musical? Because you were the one who said this idea and I was like, I love silence. It's been part of my life since I was in high school. I believe that someone I know who will remain nameless because I cannot remember who it is <laughs> <clears throat> went to Edinburgh and saw some rendition of this show yeah. and recommended it to me because I was going through my offbeat musical phase, yeah. uh, which included Bat Boy and Evil yeah. Dead, etc. Beautiful. Uh, and, yeah, so then that that's when I got on board. I was not an early adopter. Like, I wasn't aware of it mm. online before it was a musical. And, yeah, like, it, it's an interesting concept, the idea of this parody musical that exists outside the actual text um, but I did kind of consume it 
appreciate it, and then pushed it into the background again. <laughs> and then moved on. Moved on. Yeah. When I first, because I, I first listened to it, um, and at the time it was a full musical, but I still only knew it from the website, and that was back around 2006 or 2007. Uh, I only know one of those two years because I remember speaking about it on a bus and the person I was, and that bus I was only riding from 2004 to 2007. <laughs> and the person I was speaking to, I only knew, I only met in 2006. So you it's that two year bracket. <laughs> I must have seen it for the, heard it for the first time. I didn't know that it had become a full blown musical until about four years ago. Cause I've been following John and Al Kaplan since then. And they've uh, most recently, they, they did end up launching a YouTube channel called Lego lambs. Uh, which is the first video they did was one of the songs from the musical, uh, Put the Fucking Lotion in the Basket. A classic if ever there were one. Uh, and they had completely redone the thing using Legos. So it's oh. it's just the scene from the musical as Lego pieces. <laughs> and that was in 2010, I believe. Oh, no, 2008, sorry. Late 2008, they had released that. And then from there, every couple of months, they would do a musical, a movie musical, where they would turn a movie into a three-minute musical that's amazing it, it is and there are some really great ones and they're not actually always just a movie like there are some like the help which have yeah. either of you seen the help yes uh yeah. the the song is called uh eat my shit great <laughs> and they, 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 they don't have a they have a style they, they, they do definitely have do have a style and if you do listen to this soundtrack you will uh quite quickly pick up what that style is <laughs> uh they had um uh, sean connery the musical which just <laughs> explains why he uses his s with an h uh and most recently and it got famous because i think oh god i'm gonna kill myself now i think jessica chastain was the one who ended up releasing a video of her uh, lip syncing to it. It's a song called I'm Not Jessica Chastain <laughs> and it's all sung by Br- Bryce Ellis Howard. That's amazing. <laughs> about how she's just not Je- Jessica Chastain. They probably, they, yeah, they should probably have to deal with that every single day. Yeah. I mean, they could do Ed Sheeran and Rupert Grint next. That's true. <laughs> well, the, f- the fact that I still literally cannot remember whether it was Bryce Dallas Howard oh, or Jessica, Jessica Chastain <laughs> who released a video of them limp syncing the song about that scenario uh, shows how true it is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, let's take another uh, musical interlude and we'll come back and we'll talk about Before we go, uh, yeah. I just want to say it has won some awards. No Tonys. Oh. Because technically it never qualified because yeah. it was never on yes. Broadway. Um, so in 2005, it won Outstanding Musical in the New York International French Festival. Yeah. In 2011, it won Time Magazine's, well, it was in Time Magazine's Top 10 Plays and Musicals of 2011. What? Right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't know that Time Magazine firstly had, had that list. Maybe we need to start Googling I bet they had to make that list oh. just for this musical because it's so good. What else was on the list with it? I have not been able to find that. I will endeavour to find out okay. right now uh, because I only just came across this fact. That is interesting. Um, and then uh, in 2012, this was the Off-Broadway run. Uh, it got the Off-Broadway Alliance Award for Best New Musical. And in 2012, the Los Angeles Drama Critics Circle Award for Musical Score, Lead Performance and Choreography. Wow. I'm surprised it got choreography, although um, the choreography in it can be quite technical because there's a whole uh, 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 tango yeah. of mm. quid pro quo where it's done with them between the bars and with the sheet between them and everything. And so, yeah, I, I can actually see it now. 
I mean, it's probably a choreographical feat that nobody else has had to <laughs> that's, endure that's yet. <laughs> well, and I don't know. I saw, I saw Strictly Ballroom and that had a whole uh, mirror sequence that it kind did. of reminds me of this. It, <laughs> it, did. it did. Well, it's when cinematic uh, devices start coming onto stage, I think. You, well, actually, you, yeah, those yeah. are two musicals based on movies yeah. where they utilise a lot of the stuff from the movie. In the, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. I'm really smart. Let's play some music. I have, I have the list. <laughs> oh, oh we've got the list. And it list. is a list. Oh, boy. Number one. Yes. War Horse. Okay. Wow. That was that was decent. Yeah. It was Number very two, decent. Horgy and Bess. Not so decent. <laughs> Horgy and Bess is not, <laughs> not so How dare you? Porgy and Bess is a masterpiece. Uh-huh. And Audra was in that one. <laughs> oh, now I know why you think <laughs> <laughs> Number Next. three. Yep. <laughs> Chinglish. Okay. So it's a play about a Native American businessman in China. Builders a comedy. Okay. Uh, I'll go read that later. <laughs> Uh, Death Takes a Holiday. Are you aware of this musical? No. I think you might like it. It's it's literally, it, um, it, it didn't really ha- get much uh, hype during its time, but it's, it's a fine, fine musical. Death I, Takes a Holiday. I wouldn't have put it on the top ten. But I mean. It's, it's there. Um, number five is my vote for number one, Sleep No More. Oh, yeah. Why is that not number one? I, I, uh, it's still I, running after decades. Number now. six, Silence the Musical. It was number six. Number no, so six. J- just short of uh, Sleep No More. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shows the quality. Seven is uh, The Normal Heart. Any any guess of what um, what number eight, the number eight theatre experience in 2011 was? 2011. Um, is very topical for us in Brisbane right now. Aladdin? Wait, no, Aladdin's not here. Aladdin just left. Yeah. Book and of- it's been replaced oh, by Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon, is number under eight. Silence. Under Silence the Music. Well, I think that's definitive <laughs> then. Uh, has Book of Mormon really been around that long? It wow. has, yeah. It was It was a while. Uh, Traces and then number 10 is Anything Goes. The oh, revival. It's Sutton. Yes, that's yeah, the Sutton Foster. That's why it's number 10. Yeah. Book of Mormon should definitely be higher. That is a confusing list. That's time a confusing list. Time. Um, Who votes for these? Uh, well, no, I believe it's, it's part of their uh, top ten of everything 2011 series of articles. This one was written by Richard Zoglin. Uh, so, Richard, you have some explaining to do. Yeah, can you send us an email, please, at musicalstaughtmepodcast.gmail.com <laughs> and explain yourself. And uh, and we, we will happily do an interview with you uh, to expose Time Magazine's exploitation of your <laughs> abilities. Uh, uh, um, uh, KB wanted me to play some music. Super duper fun one. <laughs> I really like Benedict. Well done, sir. You've written some classics there. He'd uh, better be listening to every single one of these. I'd be really sad if he wasn't. If anything, I think he at least listens to those parts. Yeah. <laughs> just skip he just through. skips. He's like, I did this. I wrote this. This was me. So we are musicals taught me everything I know, which means we should probably start talking about the lessons we have taken away from silence or silence the musical. So other than grammar, we've already gone through yeah, the grammatical. Grammar, through. Yeah, and I'm still learning that lesson as we go through this <laughs> one, guys. 
Well, I'm uh, I one thing that because like most of the things I wanted to say that I learned are all jokes. But one thing that honestly surprised <laughs> me yeah. is that I've uh, I'm a huge fan of Silence of the Lambs, the book, the musical, the movie, all of it. I'm surprised at how accurate you're able to make a parody. You know, actually express yeah, yeah. what was meant because there's a lot of stuff in that's in the book that's not in the movie mm. because it's all subtext. Yes. Like you can look at them and go, "Oh yeah, I, I get what they're saying. Mm. I get what they're thinking." But I only know that because I've read the book definitively. Yeah. The musical, like, even though it's making fun of it, it's, it's doing it in a way that I'm like, "Oh, I understand this better." Uh, that that is what I was talking about. That guy on the bus so many years ago. We were yeah. discussing about how they so thoroughly broke down what Silence of the Lambs was. Yeah. Uh, that we understand it better. Yeah. Which is well, impressive. because in musicals, you just sing everything you think. Your subtext is it's text. Cool. <laughs> That's why I've always wanted to make a musical myself. Because don't need to bother with subtext. Just songs. Just sing. songs. Just sing it all. Sometimes subtext until there's song and then it's <laughs> yeah. text. <laughs> Look, I learned that um, that altos can be female lead roles, and that's really exciting. Only when they have speech impediments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, as, as Let us win what we can win, Zane. <laughs> as, as long as you're playing, you know, a Clarice Darling type, you yeah. should be fine. Yeah. I, I learned uh, that it's, it's very easy to run a joke into the ground. Oh, so quickly. Because um, there are some very funny moments throughout this musical that kind of hit you in the first line or chorus of a song and then You've they got three keep hitting you with it for <laughs> yeah. the rest of the song. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay, so th- I'm going to drop a, a, a C-bomb here. The, the word one. can't, it's not funny anymore. Well, one, I- two or three times at the sure. beginning – or one, two, and three times at the end, that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but a whole song yeah, dedicated. No, Whereas every song. line, it's just, oh. And I found the same with Clarice's voice yeah. as well. Is like they made so much a feature of the of the way that she speaks mm. uh, that it was just annoying by the end of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I was going to say uh, the opposite, bringing back the word cunt, it made me feel like completely desensitized that word. But how disgusting is the term hairy hole? Oh, yeah. yeah. So much. Because like when they said it's more than oh, just that. a hairy hole, I was like, oh, that's that's made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. song. And I know we live in Australia, so we are yeah. desensitized <laughs> to, that to the sea bomb. If, if my mum um, doesn't call me by the sea bomb, I don't feel loved. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that was the song where it, the show lost me. And I was like, and that's four songs in. Yeah. That's four songs in. That's very <laughs> like, oh, if this is where we're at now, where are we going to go? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think, so yeah, I think this really musical is very, it's very obvious that it, it was written for each song to be a joke and not yeah. necessarily consumed as a story in yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, you already know. Well, they assume there is an assumption there that the audience knows the story. So, yeah then you can turn every song into a joke. Um. Well, all the bits that you remember from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a big uh, problem with joke songs. And I see this when doing stand-up comedy, when comedians do it, they're one, one joke is one song, which yeah. means we get one laugh out of like a two-minute bit. Yeah. Whereas you really need to build that joke in that song, which takes – a while to learn how to do that. Not that I'm saying I know how to do that. I'm an idiot, but <laughs> I know what I like. But, yeah. but, there, but there are there are musicals that make uh, put jokes in songs, and usually it's it's 
the same way that you tell a story is you open yeah. up with a joke that sets the, the thing and then you twist you it around <laughs> and then at the end you have the big joke was like, uh, oh, I'm struggling to think of an example. I had it in my head before, but it is like, it is telling a little story in the song, hmm. uh, which is just part of the biggest story of the musical. And I think, yeah, so particularly like Papa Starling mm. and his agent star Starling, yeah. um, uh, yeah, I think they really latch onto these these quotes, and then they turn those into songs. <clears throat> yeah, and, and uh, it's just the formula uh, towards the end of the of the uh, cast recording is just really obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I found that just kind of like like I I would enjoy the first. 30, 40 seconds of a song and then I'm like, okay, well, what's the next one? Yeah. And then we get onto that. Well, how do you feel about um, oh, uh, Baltimore uh, can be quite a fun town because that is like the shortest song and I think in, in, the, in the recording it's that coupled with another short song that go back to back but they're completely different songs. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the second song in that. It was I Can See the Slash. In yeah, my brain, I can't see what happens after. Where have you gone? The right Silence. guide. That's the right, it. yeah. So the right guide, and this is it. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, by that point, I was done. <laughs> like, oh, oh, but that, well, that's, that's right that's before and, and third. I know. <laughs> oh, this is a rough one. It was for a KB. rough one for KB. Look, I understand. We were saying this off air before. It's like I understand what they were trying to do. They couple very. Um, <laughs> predictable oh, yeah. uh, melodic uh, sequences together. So we were listening to it before and I was like, I know where this song is going. I can sing this with only ever hearing it once. With the comedy, that I think is is kind of genius in that people have got all that typical musical theatre element, ballady, mm. funny songs and then the comedy. What for me is the same thing That is that it was just like bam, bam. Bam, 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 joke, 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 joke. So you're not really connecting by listening to it to any of the characters. Yeah. Um, knowing, having seen the movie, however, you, you can, I think that's, they rely a lot on prior knowledge. Prior knowledge. It yeah. is a parody. It is a parody. So, and, but having said that, I think another lesson it teaches is that I think this is a good formula for a festival success. Oh, absolutely. Because you're not going to get people that have learned all about your musical coming along to this thing. You're going to go people like, oh, Silence of the Lambs is a musical? Yes, yes. I will go and watch that, <laughs> thank you. And you pair that with um, the bits that you remember from the movie with very obvious musical yeah. tropes that you can immediately pick up on and carry out of the theatre yeah. with you. That's what's going to get people laughing in the first yeah. place and carrying that Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Like fr- it is a, the perfect fringe show. It's in now you sense. know that, though, what what are you guys going to turn into a musical to be a fringe success? <laughs> Shape of Water. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, I'm in. I'd fuck How fish, man. crass can you make that? Because uh, the audiences uh, love the crass. So, so with with Shape of Water, you'd have to do it through choreography. You would, because there's, there's a very there's a very <laughs> I, I, there's an iconic moment in that where she splits her hands apart <laughs> and and something rises up out oh. of it. So turning that into a whole dream sequence. Oh, and I maybe you this. could br- yeah. like bring a giant version of it down from yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. have you seen uh, War of the Worlds, the musical? I haven't seen it. No, I've but listened to it. Yeah. Once the uh, tripod starts. 
part, they bring down a giant tripod in the middle of the stage. Oh, awesome. And that's yeah, just yeah. there the entire... Because that's a musical that doesn't rely on the act- acting or anything. It's an orchestra. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's an opera. It's not about the acting. So they just have a big old <laughs> tripod in the middle. <laughs> it's, it's great. I also learned both from the movie and the musical... You can't trust a serial killer or a cannibal. And it's just reiterated <laughs> listening to the soundtrack. I mean, that, that, that is a good life lesson. <laughs> good if you know lesson. someone is a cannibal, yeah. don't trust Perhaps them. Don't ask them to help you out. I'm just, <laughs> just saying Jodie Foster. Well, uh, I mean, that, that is a big thing that comes up in the third book, Hannibal. It's not so brought mm. up because it turns out that Hannibal is literally the only person she can trust. Because yeah, uh, if you watch, uh, and this is just going to the filmmaking side of how Jonathan Demme uh, made uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, the only person who ever views Clarice as a person, as an equal, is Hannibal. Everyone else is looking down to her or they're looking at her ass or something like that. And that's all throughout the creation of the movie. Uh, and it's very much a theme in the book as well. And in the third book not so much Hannibal the movie that was a terrible movie mm. but, but yeah it, it, it's funny that you say that because Hannibal's the only one who treats her with any respect despite the fact that there is no respect there at all and he kind of sends her off to almost die, die. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah hey yeah. love finds a way you know love finds a way let's end on that lesson yes. <laughs> what a lesson to learn from yeah right. I won't argue too much play the music Dance to all of them. I, I mean, I'll I love allow them. It. I uh, love them so much. I know I've said this about some of the podcasts I've been on here, Zane, but I've got to say, in the recording studio, it is so much more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing KB in the flesh, it, 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 man, I, I advise anyone who listens to this podcast, you got to just be here and watch it as it happens. Break into Zane's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is probably why Zane's just cast me as Gretel Von Trapp from <laughs> Sound of Music because it's just my personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, talking about casting, what a segue. Let's talk about our dream cast for Silence or Silence or Silence the musical. Uh, I think the obvious choice, the original cast of the movie. Well, that would be really interesting, I think. I mean, with all the choreography, might be a bit difficult. <laughs> but I'd still be very interested to you see it. You never know. It's what true because all capable of all the original cast and the off Broadway and, and whatever, they're all very young. They are. So ah. they, they they do kind of lean on that uh, mm. suspension of disbelief. They do. <laughs> for the Hannibal Lecter, et cetera, et cetera. Who who would they get to play the lambs though, the chorus? I don't know if you guys have seen anything of the of the chorus. That they're called the lambs. Mm. And that's because the entire time they're police officers, but they've got lamb ears, their hands a little <laughs> like hooves, and they're always on the stage yeah. being lambs. That's great. Uh, so yeah, who who would play the lambs? I'm just thinking in the original the cast. Tricks. The Dixie Chicks. I'm in. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Are you correct? That's great. How about <laughs> just like all girl bands or boy bands from the 90s? And then they can you can alternate them every night. Sure. That would bring in a yeah. brand new audience every single night. Sure. That's They're getting the Spice Girls in the same room at the same time. <laughs> it's very is difficult. difficult. <laughs> I mean, only four of them are going on to it, guys. It's very sad. But that's a podcast for another day. Um, I went the other way and picked like uh, comedians and particularly musical theatre comedians in terms of like Annalie Ashford as 
Clarice. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because I think she would commit. (laughs) Yeah. And she's hilarious. Um, And Nick Offerman from, you would know him from Parks and Rec, um, as Dr. Hannibal Lecter. That is an interesting choice. Lecter. Yeah, because I think he has, for this particular parody of it, he has that... sarcasm but there can be a cynicism to him that um and a sinister nature to him that you don't necessarily see with his on-screen stuff but comes out a little bit in his stand-up comedy cool Um, see i i could and probably because i don't i haven't seen much of his stand-up i could see him as doing like a crawford Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but as hannibal that's that's an interesting see i could see him as chilton he could look i I could see how about nick offerman plays all male roles (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling okay. it. See what happens there. I mean, I also had um And Megan Mullally plays all the female yes. roles. And then they can practice at home. <laughs> <laughs> so it will be real shit. So you shmink. won't have to pay for rehearsal you space. You won't have yeah. to pay for oh, rehearsal wow. space. It's done. This is great, guy. We gotta get on this straight let's away. Do it. Get a fringe success. I mean, oh, I had yeah. Kristen Wiig as Senator Ruth Martin, but let's put Megan in there. Or Megan. <laughs> I never know. America. Australia. Call them all Morgan and annoy them. <laughs> um, I'm terrible with names, guys. It's not a surprise. I mean, where where are you putting Zach? Zach. Look, we were discussing this before. We d- it's an important discussion. We always it have is. To. We always have to because we need to know where we're going. And I did not put him in the same place that you guys would put him. I put him as Crawford. But I also had him as a slash. I would like to see Michael C. Hall as Crawford. And mm. then oh, if yeah. Michael can't do it, the role goes to Zach. See, I, I think Michael C. Hall would be an excellent Buffalo Bill. Yeah. See, well, no, this I'm, is I'm where – and that's where you would also put Zac Efron. Yeah. Is uh, what you were yeah. saying before. I, I would. So – Whereas I was tossing up between Hannibal or uh, – because honestly, it could be played by the same actor – uh, because they never share a scene. Mm. This is uh, true. Thematically, too, yeah. they are the opposites of each other, but they're also very similar. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would say Zach Efron playing both Hannibal and Buffalo Bill. <sighs> Guys, you heard it here first. Um, we I, have uh, just cast Zach in two. I think that's a show first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the more Zach, the better, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The only way to make faster. High School Musical better was if everyone was Zach Efron. Zane. <laughs> He's, I'm not. not a, I'm not sold. It's not a lie. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember High School Musical, so I can't really weigh in on this. Uh, I I did have a pretty strong pick for Clarice. Yeah. I think not a Audra? strong not a strong singer. No, no, not Audra. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Audra into this. Um, <laughs> this is not. I don't think she she fits anywhere in, in this. Uh, Kind of motherly or or sassy. Um, uh, uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she's not a strong singer, no. but I think like, when it comes to character, yeah, she, she could, could do something. She there. could really, yeah, but... really pull it in. Okay. Uh, I... I'm not a Kate McKinnon fan. Have we not discussed this before? I mean, I I'm we haven't. Do we need to do it on air or no? Off we'll air? do it off air. Okay. I just I get into the nitty uh, gritty. Um, but. Uh, w- Jason Alexander, I would like Ooh. to actually see him as Hannibal. That would be fun. Yeah, because I, I think he would have a really fun thing to do with it. Uh, in a parody, yeah. I can yeah. Definitely see, that. see, I haven't seen him perform in, in a so decade. Long. Yeah, that, so, that's yeah. also the problem. I haven't seen him perform in ages. Yeah. Um, I also had Alec Baldwin and Dr. Friedrich Chilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Boom. I just... 
what were we listening to? South Pacific is <laughs> constant version of South Pacific and where he doesn't sing anything. He just speaks <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, please give me more, give me more. And Brian Darcy James as Papa Starlin. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Brian Darcy as Hannibal yeah. or his children. Like I think he's another one he's that could kind of go anywhere yeah. in this and make it fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Any others, guys? I can't think of I'm I'm just trying to think of a way to get all of the Seinfeld cast in there, but I can't. <laughs> Jerry uh, Jerry would have to be Buffalo Bill. I was gonna say Jerry would have to be Chilton and Michael Richards would have to be Buff- Buffalo Bill. Mm. You're right. And uh, I can't. What's and then Newman's Julia Dreyfus. Oh, Julia. Newman's name. Sorry, yeah. as much as I want to go into Julia Louise Dreyfus, Newman. Ah, uh, where could you put him? I can't remember his name either. But I'm just sticking with Newman. Well, if if uh, we okay. only really have if Crawford. George, if George is Hannibal, then he <laughs> has to be Crawford. Y- yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then good old Jules plays all female roles. Yeah, because that's what happens, right? Just yeah, one yeah. female for all female roles. Yeah, that's all you need. Well, you've, all when you you've need. only got one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Oh no, wait. Two of them do are in a scene together. Yeah, yeah. They sure are. That will be <laughs> fun for them. Anyway, let's play some music. Bit of jazz. Sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Isn't I don't it, know what it isn't is. Isn't it always jazz? Yeah, it is. But I like it's a new thing with me in the headphones. Yeah, Being no, able to hear enough. it all happening. I, I do in have to moment. say, once again, a completely visual thing. The amount of relaxation <laughs> that you just went through as that as that started. Oh, it's just a nice one. I, like I have to stop thinking about talking. Again. Oh, <laughs> man. So good. Next time we'll set up a camera and we'll, <laughs> we'll live stream um, that moment. Well, guys, we've we've hit the jackpot here in terms of top fives, I reckon. This could go on many a list. Oh, yeah. I, I can think of several off the top of my head. I didn't write any down, <laughs> but I can think of some. I'm going to say top five musicals with serial killers. American Psycho. Yep. I mean, there aren't many on the list yet, <laughs> but it's a list we can start. I mean, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney oh, Todd. Oh, yeah, Sweeney Todd, of course, of course, of course. And this one. <laughs> Perfect. Top three. Top three. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think top five movie parodies. Yeah. There, there are a lot yes. and there are a growing number. There are. Um, it, it is kind of a thing that's kind of happening now, really. But it's, I do think like this was one of, if not the first, to really hit it big. Yeah. And that's kind of led the way. Um, it's... Not my favorite, but I think no. it definitely belongs to be on that top five. Yeah, list. I had I had unauthorized parodies because mm. it so does say it is an unauthorized yeah. adaptation of which most parodies do have yeah, unauthorized yes. in the title. Um, but yeah, I agree. It was my number one top five on here. That's what my notes uh, say. I would say uh, top five most disgusting uh, words to describe vaginas all go to this musical. Yeah, all go to the same song. Yeah, they would have all five top fives, I think, yeah. if it, you had each individual song. <laughs> I will say, I think there are a number of musicals that refer to female genitalia in a disgusting way. When but you say disgusting, is it like because they're afraid to use the No, kind of in, in this, in oh, this okay. same vein of like, vein. we can't say the actual word, so yeah. let's use a disgusting euphemism yeah. for it. Um, but I will say definitely top five uh just uses of the C bomb. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just, absolutely. Like I, 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 I think there's even a, 
I, I can't I, think of five musicals that use it. No, no not at all. Which is why it's also in my top five musicals that make me cringe. I actually put lyrics that make KB cringe. That's the top <laughs> five list. <laughs> Can I ask what else is on that list? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new category. I mean, Evil Dead. Evil I don't Dead know if it was made cringe. me cr- like, but oh, really? I, the whole time I was like, I'm uncomfortable because <laughs> I was scared. Oh, um, yeah, that's the thing. That um, we will unpack later. I, I would say, uh, um, how to phrase it? I think top five festival darlings. Yeah, um, okay. I think I think like this is this is one that no matter where you put it on, mm-hmm. if it's in a in that. In that environment, in a festival or a fringe yeah. environment, it would do really well. If you try and stage it as like a season, I don't think it would do as well. No. Um, I think people have to feel a little bit like... Exclusive. Exclusive or like they're not going to the theatre <laughs> um, to enjoy this musical. Yeah. That being said, I want to see more people go to the theatre <laughs> and accidentally see this musical. <laughs> right. I just, think- just put it on Q-Pack <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> without any, any, any publicity about yeah. what it's actually about. Not at all. <laughs> Hopefully people don't bring their children. Um, I think it's... Uh, oh my goodness, it was in my head and now it's gone top five musicals that people's reaction is, oh, they turned silent, like they turned yeah, that into a musical? That? That's a musical top five, that's a musical reactions, I think. Yeah, I will also say maybe looking through the songs is top five gold mines for hilariously shocking audition songs. Yes. Uh, I was going to sing one of those songs for my producer's uh, audition. I I'd fuck me? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. How did I know? There, there you know me too well. Actually, I will give it that. It's yeah. great. It's, it is great for comedic songs. Yeah. For both men and women. And also in an audition, you don't sing a whole song. You just sing like a little a bit. Little so you bit. just kind of get the good bit. Yeah. And you get the shock, you get the, the laugh, and then you're done. <laughs> Bye. That's all you need. Yes, silence. I mean, silence the musical. That, that was it. Go look it up. Yeah, no. Any other ones, guys? I want to say uh, top five adaptations of a movie that was adapted by a book, but there was also a sequel <laughs> to a book that was adapted into another movie. It's the only one I know that's done it. So but. we've got that one. I mean, once so Cursed Child gets turned into a movie, we'll book. also have that one. Book movie. Mm. The, Screenplay the, the, so musical. Because the, 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 the movie is an adaptation of the sequel to a book that was adapted into another movie, but those two movies aren't related. Manhunter uh, and Silence of the Lambs aren't oh, related. Oh, you're trying to get some movie trivia into here. I see what you're doing It's what here. I do. Wow. <laughs> While we're on that note, should we do some plugs? Should we? Should we? Should we? Do we have any other top fives? I can't think. I, I was stretching with that last one. Well, then let's let's play the last little piece of music and then plug away. feel like that one's like what will we do next but i just told you what we're doing next so i ruined it what is that one from that one is not from well none of them are from anything but they're they're kind of like it's an ode to yeah i think it's an ode to urine town yeah oh okay okay Mm. uh yeah yeah shortly i think so yeah we'll ask benedict and we'll get back to you fantastic all right we mentioned it before but we will mention it again. 
I've forgotten which podcast you're on. Which My picture, picture right It's not on that wall it's there. It's not on so that wall. Lost. I was like, it's definitely not unfeatured articles. Why is that sitting there? Uh, yeah, the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. So we're a movie-related um, a movie uh, related podcast where we discuss filmmaking, film theory, all the other stuff rather than just reviewing a movie. Right. Uh, in fact, we very Because all the hosts are filmmakers. filmmakers. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So we have me and we have Shane, who's also been on the podcast before. And we have Josh, who I don't know how he relates to musicals in any way, but I've known Shane since high school and we've always been like, musicals, woo! And Josh. Yeah. And Josh. Blonde. He's it's blonde. blonde. <laughs> it's true. And it's you know, that's something Josh. you would not get from our... Uh, this is something you guys now know. You know Josh is blonde. Yeah. I don't think we've ever mentioned his hair color on Mighty Motion <laughs> Picture Rangers. You can go guys. in and listen and be like, that guy is blonde. Uh, yeah, he sa- yeah, he sounds like he's blonde. Good. Yeah. yeah. No... Yeah. Good. Um, that's awesome. We do love we love movies. Yeah. We and love you musicals. have Charmstar has another one. No, you I have do. you have movies. Oh, movies. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I have uh, <laughs> you films. have actual movies. I have made movies. <laughs> uh, so you can find uh, t- two of my short films uh, currently on Ozflix. So that's O Z F L I X dot TV. Uh, so you can find short films for free on there. That's uh, L plates and. Pizza Deliverance. Should have remembered that was the one that got far more Amazing. better stuffs than that. Um, uh, they're the only uh, films that I've personally made. There's also, of course, uh, you know, you can find my Vimeo. So Vimeo.com slash Chancellor. You can find all my other projects on there, which is stuff I edit. Uh, I do a lot of showreel stuff for actors. Amazing. Um, I'm, I'm mainly an actor filmmaker, despite the fact that acting is more what I want to do, but filmmaking is what I do more. Oh, preach. Not with the filmmaking bit, but the slash bit. That yeah. we, all... Like, oh, man, we all have a slash. All have a slash. The, the dream is to get rid of that slash. That's all, <laughs> that's all you want in life. Get rid of the slash. Get rid of the slash. One day we'll be in podcast full-timing mode. Well, I, See, I, mean, I, acting, really, I really like and calling I mean, myself acting. a multi-hyphenate. Do you, yeah. it's also It's a fun way to say it. Multi-hyphenate. That's why you like saying. <laughs> how, how long is your business card? You give it out to people, and it's just—it's just like it's a one of those like yeah. I those. usually <laughs> don't. I usually don't put things on my business card, but my email signature is significant. <laughs> you will find that out if you email Zane. <laughs> but chance to um, we've got Ozflix, we've yep. got Vimeo, we've yes. got Mighty Motion, Mighty Picture Rangers. Pa- I want to say Power Rangers every time. <laughs> It's hard. It's, you know what sucks? I've been doing it for too long that now whenever I bring up the p- Power Rangers, I always <laughs> screw it up and say Picture Rangers. Mighty Motion, pi- my, yeah, Mighty motion Picture, picture Rangers, Rangers is us. Um, I mean, you can watch the Power Rangers and maybe then talk to Chancellor about it. Why not? Um, and we'll put links to all this in the show notes. As yeah, yeah, we'll put all links. Um, you can also find us on several different platforms. Several. Several. You can find us on Facebook, which is www.facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Surprise! You can also find us on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me, which is the same handle for Instagram. So you can mm-hmm. find us on there. You can also check out the website, www.thatsnotcanonproductions.com. You will find all of the podcasts that we produce on there. But if you are specifically looking for us, then forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. What, what? Um, or you can email us. Which yeah. I would really like an email. I keep saying it and no one sends us an email. We uh, totally I mean, Miranda sent us an email. I just usually deal with them before anyone else sees them. Same. Does anyone call it Mitmeek yet? No, no one's mit, calling it Mitmeek mit, 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 yet. Mit, mit, I'm going to always start. call no! it Mitmeek. 
What are we doing? Good old McMeek. Technically, it should be like Mount Mike or something. Oh, Mount Mike works, yeah. yeah. Cool. MT, that kind of sounds like M-E-I-K. Chad and Tatum like, hangs out with us on a mountain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, but if you want to email us and like specifically say 4KB in the title so Zane doesn't read it, you can email I'll us. I'll still read it. I'll just make sure that KB also reads it. <laughs> Musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And because we have so many amazing patrons who already give um, a dollar a month or more to our cause of podcasting. I am also going to tell you about Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Another surprise. What? It's just the title of our show. Ah, amazing. It's Convenient just how it works like the that. title of our show. I mean, it is the super duper amazing title of our show. Bringing that super back. Yeah, but this time it was super duper. Cool. You get higher and higher. It's like, and what, what on is a happening? High. And on a high, guys. It has been a pleasure talking about Silence or Silence the Musical with Chancellor. Welcome. And Thank you can come you. back anytime. Oh, well, I, I look forward to coming back. Yes. Um, it's been me, KB, and Zancy Weber. And I just said your name, but yeah, you can um, say bye too. Hey, bye, guys. It was nice. <laughs> bye. See you next week. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.